one in plus the keeper around the batsman. There we go. Fleming took the last one. Merv used before him. All right, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the BBL Super Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and with me today, we have our usual suspects. So we'll start with you, Ross, mate. Welcome board, mate. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. Oh, good, mate. Thanks for jumping on. How was your week last week, mate? Uh, pretty average. I got 11.02, dropped about 20 spots. Um, too many sub-pass scores. Nisa for zero. Turner, 14. Brown, 18. Uh, Boyce, for, for he's hold 12 points. So, not great. But like everyone else, VC or she's maybe short. But other than that, it was pretty average, to be honest with you. Yeah, man, I'm a pretty similar boat to you. Um, So, unfortunate. But at least you didn't lose too many places, which is good. So... All right. Uh, Glenn, how'd you go last week, mate? Yeah, it wasn't my best round. I, I got 1,134. I dropped 20 places or something, so I'm around 160, 70, 170 mm-hmm. all up. But, um, no, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, no, I thought I'd try and be tricky, like kind of like you, Ross, and I thought I had the option of bringing in uh, – I had Thornton initially, and then I brought in Lynn when Thornton was ruled out, and then – I thought, nah, bugger it. I'm going to try and go potty here and go Boyce. And that kind of bit me in the butt as well. So um, in the end, I got uh, 10.99. So just to try over you guys. But I lost about 70 spots. But I still, uh, when I was last on, I think I was 3,500 last time I was on. And now I'm sitting in a $1,500 mark, $1,500 ranking mark now, which is good. So I've had a stack of players in the last two rounds that have not played the second game or been. Uh, mm. injured, you know. I've lost Dooley. I can't even think who else. I've lost five of them. Kane Mitro, obviously, Stoinis. There's a mm. few others. Five of them I lost. Yeah. yeah well, given it's, well, given his first game, I was actually surprised boys played the second game. To be honest with you, I mean, obviously they opted to go for one less batter when C- when Collins Mahome was ruled out. You know, but obviously because their batting has been so good this year. But then we proved what happens when Shorten. Then get out earlier that they're very vulnerable, that team. Yeah, definitely, very much so. Um, I think I might see a different team this week, though. They're playing in Adelaide, so it might be um, an interesting game this week. So that'll kind of segue us into our next park, guys. So um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll talk about the double gamers that are happening in round 12, but we'll talk about them throughout the uh, games we're going to talk about today as well. So we'll start off with the first game, guys. Strikers versus the Heat, 4 o'clock today. Um, I'll go start with you, Glenn. Are any players in here, mate, that you'll be thinking about bringing in, especially when they Heath have a double gamer? Yeah, I'm. So I'm bringing in Travis Head. From um, mm. I feel like there's nine trades between now and round twelve, and I already have five numbers, so I can afford to spend three this round on bringing in players like Sam's Head, uh, Lavajay, you know, all those kind of type like players. So at the moment, that's who I've got in mind is Head from. Um, and love a shape in those two sides. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking um the strikers and even the heat. I'm liking this first game, frankly, because I love the um a lot of the bowlers. Often I pick my my team is based on picking up bowl, solid bowlers, but when they play at Adelaide, I love to pick those um batters that are consistent. Like someone like the Johnny Wells, for example, in those games at Adelaide, 
the ones that get those are reasonably fast, probably 125 strike rate, and they tend to get a pretty good score. Um, so I'll be, I'm liking this game a lot. Um, Ross, your thoughts on any players you're looking at for this game, mate? Yeah, well, I think at the stage of the season, though, Matt, and I've got head, you know, head to head, obviously, final start after this round, that I need to start making some moves, though. I was going to jump on head like everybody else, but I'm now having second thoughts and just going to probably run with three possible pods and just mm-hmm. have a go and see what happens. Um, there's a couple of leagues that I've pretty much secured seven out of ten in final spots in them, and then there's a couple there that I'm right on the edge. So um, I'm probably going to be like everyone, like everyone else and pass on head. And I'm looking to go Kerry just because he's going to open. Um, so mm-hmm. I might jump on him instead, and there's a couple other ones. That I'm looking at, but I'm not. They're not locked in yet. But for the strikers, he's probably the only one. Obviously, had to be the other one. Um, I'd just say if you've got any strikers, bowlers, any of them, I'd be selling any of them. To be honest with you, at this point, Agar, Thornton, any of them, I'd be selling. I'd be selling them, mate. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be hanging on to any of them. Well, you know, start loading up. They play the first game, which means that you can play them off the bench. I've got Lynn and Colin de Graham at the moment on my bench. Um, I'm probably going to sell one of those two to make my third trade. But one of the strats that I use, if you look at the players that I've got in my side at bat, I've got M Short, I've got Kerr, Colin DeGrom, Ashton Agar, Travis Head, Marnus Labashay, and Darcy Short. What you'll notice mm. about all of them is every one of them's a bat bowl option. I, yeah. I try to not just have just bats. But I, I do agree with Roscoe that this is where you want to start bringing in a couple of pods. I mean, I'm mm. sitting around 150. For me to jump up into the top 50, I really need to get one or two uh, players that aren't um, playing. So I'm looking at getting players on my bench in the first round and hopefully I can loop them scores in. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's my plan too. I mean, I've got Lynn as well and I'm just going to bench loop him. I've got Cam Green there, so I'll put him in the, yeah. on the field and I'll put the put the E on Chris Lynn. But, um, and then yeah, the other ones I've got from that game is... Um, I've got Matt Short, obviously, which everyone will probably VC, which we'll talk later. Yeah. Um, and then I've got Nisa and Josh Brown. Josh Brown will probably put off the, put on the bench. But I'm tempted to start him just for the fact that it's at Adelaide Oval. He could go mm. massive in this game. He's either going to go bust or go big. He was very unlucky the way he got out the other day, the way oh. he did. Like, he was, in absolute, he was looking so good, too. He was in for a big game, I reckon, there. And Nisa, I haven't... I'm, I'm going to reluctantly sell because I need cash. And most of my other expensive players that I've got, I can't trade out because they're either they're either um, hurricanes or scorchers, and I don't really want to trade any scorchers out with them having a double coming up. To be honest with you, so that's what. Yeah, the other trades I'm not sure of at the moment. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, personally, I'm looking at um, I make I've made two trades so far, and I'll swallow alert for the later section of our trades. But um, I'm bringing in um, Marnus. Um, I like Marnus as an option um, at Adelaide, um, and he also has that sneaky option of bowling too, which could you know jag a few wickets there. I don't like the way he bowled the last game, but um, still, you never know what happens. Shit does get wickets every now and then, so. And um, I'm bringing well, in especially also, with like, especially with Whiteley not playing either. There's a good chance he probably should at least get two overs. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So, and and yeah. you'll find that oh, I think pace um at Adelaide as well. They use the pace. The batters use the pace quite well, and they tend to get a few like little like late cuts or just off the off the pads and go for four. The spinners slow on the ball down actually does help a lot. Uh, Rashid Khan's had a lot of luck. Uh, not a lot of luck, but like a lot of our uh, good scores at Adelaide in his time. So it can work well in our favour. So 
but I'm my other player that I'm bringing in. Yeah, the other player that I'm bringing in is um is Kerry instead of Head as well. Um, just because he opens and I've had some uh little highlights go from off in my head when I was selecting him of when he was uh taking that step back, clearing his legs, and doing those cut shots for six at Adelaide Oval, and I love seeing those from Kerry. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes for me. Um, but um, like you, I'll be uh, I've got Josh Brown as well, who I'll be leaving on the bench and putting the A on him because um, he's one of those guys that's very, very volatile. So mm-hmm. I like um, Josh Brown in this game, but you never know what can happen. So, all right, and move on to the next game, guys. So Renegades versus the Stars. So is there um anyone in here? I'll start with you, Glenn. Anyone in here that you're looking at bringing in? No, I'm looking at selling possibly Stoinis, but um. No, there isn't anyone that I'm interested in bringing in. I mean, Gutbull I like, but he's a just bat. And Sutherland I like because he's a bat bowl. But no, I'm targeting players from um, that have either a double or they're a um, all-rounder. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, Roscoe, any thoughts on this game, mate? There's a couple that interest me in the Renegades. Um, mm. One's Tom Rogers. Just he's in sublime form at the moment with the ball and we know that the Stars' batting lineup is very volleyball yeah. too. Um, but I've got the cash. The cash is an issue, but he's 214K. Like, do I go there or do I not go there? And the other one I don't mind, which Glenn mentioned, is Will Sutherland too. I just think yeah. he's been that big time since since uh, Andre Russell left. He's, he's averaging quite well since Russell left. And he's batting, and he's, yeah, he's batting seven. Yeah, I get that. But he's bowling, bowling well. Following it, you know, good stages of the matches. So I don't mind him. And the other one's, um, the other import, um, Cooper, Cooper Polly or whatever you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. I don't mind Can't him. Yeah, I, I like thought him. he looked good too. And I don't mind him at 52k either. But yeah, my, my issue I've got at the moment is, is that because there's two double games, two single game rounds, is I've only got a, um, NPR in my bowling, in my batting, sorry. And I probably want to get one in my bowling too. So do I go him or do I just go enough so I can, Put a bench loop in that position. I haven't really decided yet, to be honest with you. But mm. I don't mind him either. I think I think he's a good shout out against a very vulnerable um, stars lineup too. Do we know well, what, one thing? There you go, Glenn. Do you know if Stoinis is playing this round? I haven't. No, he wasn't named in the squad. No, no, no I remember. one thing, guys. This this game being uh, game two of the round as well. I'm not sure who you've got the E on there, Roscoe, but um, if you've got an E on the first game in that bowling position, um, then you can make your mind up on whether you want to bring Kalapotha in or not um, or bring nothing. Because if your E fails in the first game, for example, you can um, make the option there to get another nothing in the bowling or you can um, play, get, get yeah. rid of Kalapotha. Well, I've got Webster as my emergency at the moment in the bowling and I've got Darcy Short there, which mm. I probably won't play him. Um, but that's what I've got at the moment. But yeah, I'm I'm still sitting here looking at my screen, going, "What? I've got no idea what trades I'm doing." So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I brought in Calipotha about probably four or five weeks ago because um I needed to get that loop in, and I thought I, it was like middle middle of the round, and I'm like, I need to find a guy that's not playing, not named, and I was like, I found him not played. He's never been named once in the outside, even outside the eleven. And then all of a sudden gets named and comes out and kills it. So my nuff is gone, but I've got a little head start there with some extra cash coming up. So, um, but like you, I'm in the same boat. I got, I've got, um, well, no nuffs at all now, actually. So, um, I, my, my he was my nuff, and but I, I only made the two trades. So depending on how tonight goes, more than likely I will make my last trade probably to Cam Green. Um, depending on how my um AEs go today. Has, any, so, has anyone got any boosts left? No, nah, not me. Okay, I mean, no, I, I couldn't use my last one last round. So yeah, that was the round. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I reckon so. Awesome. All right, guys, move on to the next game, guys. And that's the Hurricane versus the Thunder. What are your thoughts on this one, Glenn? Um, so there's a few players I like. Uh, who was it? Hurricanes. So yeah, I've held McDermott. I've held Ellis um, because they've got a double. And who are they playing? Sorry. Thunder. 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 Yeah, well, I'm targeting Sam's in this. And um, mm. there'll be a few people that will go after Warner. I I personally think points per dollar they're uh, off their heads, but mm. I can understand why Warner is a gun. Yeah, I'm I'm a very similar boat where like with with Marnus Labashane, he's quite expensive as well. But like I'm not I, I even he's not gonna be a pop, but he's gonna have the option of bowling as well as batting. So that's why he's a, probably a better option than Warner, I believe. And the double game coming up in two weeks as well. So uh Roscoe, any thoughts on this game, mate? Um obviously Jewel is one to look at, but I just don't know at that price now. It's a bit of mm. a if he price at about one seventy k or whatever he is now. Yeah. Um, I I was tempted, but I I don't think I'm going to go there. Dan Sam's well, I I just I can't. I see a lot of people are bringing him in. It doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. I know he's cheap, but I reckon he's playing injured still. He just doesn't look right. And I mm. don't, don't, don't get me wrong, he hasn't had many opportunities because they have been batting first. Um. Most of the game, so he hasn't been getting much of a ball because they haven't had much to chase. But just t- something just doesn't look right with him. I just don't know. If I, I couldn't go there. Like, I just can't understand why people are jumping on him. I get it's the price, but mm. sure. And I know, and I know, single game rounds we should be targeting, you know, players who are all rounders, like Glenn said. But I just don't. I just don't think he's the right option. I mean, look, the the only thing that I can say is that Thunder does have a good run home. They have got a good. Good, good draw in the last few games. Yeah, but um, for me, the the, the pod that I'm, I'm interested in in this game is Ollie Davies. He's the mm. one I'm interested in. Yeah, Ollie Davies was the reason why I lost one of my head to heads this week. Because he was, um, but he's guilt. also very expensive now too. He's yeah, he was sixty k or something to start with, and now he's about one sixty k or something, isn't he? He's not yeah. cheap. No, he's um he's definitely had a pretty good. He's taken that kind of Sanger role almost like yeah. last year when Sanger would come in and save the team and he's still in the similar boat. Similar, not not actually saving them because they're too far gone by the time it gets to him, but uh, he's having a crack and he's actually doing that. Well, you know about Jason Sanger last year would come in after a few quick wickets and would just save that team. Um, and now it's what Ollie Davis is doing. And he's not doing and it safely, he's doing it aggressively. The other thing too is he feels in good position too, so he gets a lot of catches as well. Yeah. So, you know, 10 here, 10 there and all that sort of, it all adds up, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I can kind of uh, agree with you 100 percent on something is not right. I can't put my finger on it with Sam's. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but there's just something not right. I've been watching him play, yeah. and often if I haven't got a player like Sam's in my team, I will be scared to watch mm. the game like death riding him. I haven't had that fear yeah. the last few weeks. I don't know why. It's just something off about him. Um, could be injury, could be a few niggles. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's definitely something not right there. But oh, who knows, mate. When we, had the, when, when we had the one of the double games a few rounds ago and I sold him, which I reluctantly did because I sold him over Stephanie because Stephanie had a low BE of like 15, which he yeah. never even got. And then yeah. I traded him back in straight after that and he's just been shit since then. So I don't know if it was my <laughs> curse. So I jinxed him, but when he came yeah. back from that injury, he just hasn't been right since and I just don't think he's still 100%. And mm. I think that they're still forced to play him because they don't have anyone else to bring in because they've got... They should have been. They should have been targeting an international bowler to bring into that team. They needed someone else. 
there because that attack is not great. Doggett, McAndrew, and, and you know, and other than Sam's, it's not great. It's really mm. average. It's a very average bowling attack. I, I find as well, being a Thunder fan, I find as well that um, those average fringe bowlers like Doggett and McAndrew, yeah. they start the season off fantastic yeah. normally. And then they're going to fade out a little bit towards the end. I know it's just seems to happen. Like, um, so, yeah, I, Doggett and McAndrew both started brilliantly um, the yeah. season. They were taking good wickets, taking um, doing a really good job. And then all of a sudden now they're just kind of just plotting along. Bowling okay still, just doing their thing, but nothing really impressive for Supercoach yeah. scores. Yeah. All righty then, final game, guys. Six. This, this, is, this is the game of the week, in my opinion, guys. Uh, our, one of our admins, Brod's going to be there at this game. So that's Sixers versus the Scorchers. Um, I'm looking forward to this game. Glenn? Yeah, me too. I've got quite a few in this game. I've got mm-hmm. Ty, I've got Inglis, I've got Abbott, I've got Agar. Um, I've got four, uh, Hardy, mm. Philippe, Kerr. So I'm quite loaded on that. So I won't put them all on the field. I'll decide which ones yeah. out of that I want to play. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty tanked up with Perth, obviously. But I'll probably throw Agar and um, I'm not sure who off. We'll see. Yeah. Um, before I go to you, Roscoe, I was going to say, so we've got, obviously got the double game um, coming up in round 12 here um, with Scorchers and with, uh, with the Heat. How many uh, – you obviously, we've got two rounds to get those trades in to build that up. How many would you say, Glenn, um, is the right amount of double gamers to have with just the two teams? Well, you're realistically, you could have 11 with nine trades between now and yeah. then. I think that most people will have a collection of players like Short, maybe Head, Labergee, um, and a few of those other all-rounders. So I reckon nine is a good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I like um, the idea of nine or ten um, just because um, I know the Scorchers have a buyer the week after, but it's a, it, so it's good to have probably three Scorchers on your bench there. We've got English in a keeper position, and then you've got oh, – I've got Hardy at the moment. Oh, I can put in um, in my batting, and then I've got Ty. I can put in and use them as loop options for that last – the very, very important last week in um, when finals start. So our finals – the final game is – um, Rothko, anyone in here that we haven't really mentioned, maybe a pod or something that we haven't thought of? Well, first of all, I don't know. I don't agree with no one. I just think that's too many. I just think, especially like Pete don't have very good options. So what are you going to do? You're going to have like at least seven scorches players. You know what I mean? I think it seems a bit overkill to me. Brown, um, you don't want to Nisa, Labuschagne, Steckity. Anyone yeah, of those, but, I don't know. Yeah, but Stephanie just, just got dropped. There's no yeah, guarantee. Mm-hmm. I'd be now definitely looking at Nisa, Brown, so, and Lavender for so their three. Nisa's, Nisa's probably nearly a near, probably the closest to a must for the Pete for that mm-hmm. double because both games are at the Gabba, right? So he's probably near, near a must have. But, um, Renzo, you got Uzi, Uzi as well. Uzi is another one you could have as a sneaky little pot option yeah, there as well. Yeah, maybe. Off the bench. I'll definitely have um, Renshaw. I've got so at the moment I've got um Philippi, I've got Abbott, I've got Inglis, I've got Bancroft, Turner, Ty, and Hardy for for that game. That's a massive game for me on Sunday. I've got I've got seventy players in that game. It's just a huge game <laughs> for me. Um, any pods? The only one I'll throw in there that will be a pod um for for sure um and be given it's at the SCG's name for mine if you're willing to go. An out there pod. I just think that he could be an out there mm. pod. Um, hey, 90k too, pretty good price. Yeah, he's very cheap too. Um, the other one I was thinking was um, there was another one I was thinking of, but I can't remember who it was, just because it was at 
I'd just say, though, I wouldn't be selling Agar oh. because the game's at the SCG either. I'd probably try and maybe look at setting him up. Like, you can't really set him up eventually because he plays last game, but yeah. I, you'd either, I wouldn't sell him. I'd either bench him and just leave him out or, or you've got to play him one of the two, but Nobody I don't know if I'd be selling him. Yeah, hey? no, no one will be selling Perth players. No. Uh, people are. People yeah, are. Check the, check the trade out list. They're in yeah, this especially on Agar. Yeah, yeah. And also, too, on the trade out list, there's a couple of Hurricanes players on there, which, um, Paddy, you know, Hooli Dooley's back this round. People mm. are selling him. People, Matt Wade's number three on the sellout list. Just doesn't make any sense to me. Why well, people it's, like the, it's, like the opposite of, it's like the opposite of chasing points. When people didn't get named last game, so they're going to just uh, sell him now. <laughs> like even the grand, even the grand home, even the grand home's on the high on the sellout list too. Like, yeah, we're uh, yeah. You know, an all rounder in a single, an all rounder in a single game week. So, I know he's coming mm-hmm. back from a hammy injury, but they're not going to play him if he's not right. Let's face it. Yeah, you know? I reckon it was close to right last game, but they were being careful. Yeah, that's what I was Definitely. saying. So, yeah. Uh, one other player, I'm not sure, um, I haven't really listened to the news, but it's, uh, Steve Smith, is he? He's back for the Sixers. Is he the other yeah. option there? Uh, I've watched him in the past playing in the Sixers, and he's playing. He's still in test match mode. He doesn't really get that strike rate yeah. often. So, uh, yeah, he often um, will. Like, last time we played, the, I think he played three games. The first two, he was getting like 20s off about 21 balls. And then and the third game, he started taking off. Uh, and it was, but it took him a while to get into that T20 mode. So I'll be staying away from him and watching him a little, a few games before I actually even think about it. But like you said, we're in round ten now. We've got three more rounds to go. So uh, I'll be staying away from that one. Just a thought there because people want to probably bring in a player for their namesake and go, "Well, he's really lowly owned." And um, I, I reckon we should yeah, tell everyone to probably, probably to avoid this one. Well, just on that too, we did a pod earlier um, with the 360 guys and we had Maxi on there from Playbook and he brought up some really good points on there about some of these players. So, folks like Labachange, uh, Usman and Steve Smith, as we know, they're not really T20 players. They don't go attacking the ball from the get-go. They'll get mm-hmm. there and they'll get to that 20, 20, 20 runs off about, say, 25 balls and then they'll get going from there. And we've been targeting time. a bloke Sorry? Have you seen Labergé's T20 scores in the past? Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't go from the get-go. He's a slow fart, is my point. So what I'm saying is you're better off for 90k targeting like, like Josh Brown that'll tack the ball from the start, from the get-go. Do you pay mm. 90 bucks, 90k for a bloke who's potentially going to get 60 off 20? Or do you pay 200k for someone like Manus that's going to go 60 off 50 balls or say, for example? You know and what I mean? Goal and fields in good positions. I'll be yeah, but Marnus, Marnus bowled one over the other bank, got it for 24 runs. He was bowling absolute pies. Yeah, they were I'm pretty loopy. They were worse than boys. We've all got our opinion, Glenn. You know what I mean? I'm just different yeah. options. I will, I will disagree with one so, thing you said. You, you mentioned a few other players there in that um kind of from the test team. Uh, Khawaja, he was going off the get-go. He was actually having a crack. Yeah, I know it didn't work out too well, but he was having a crack. And I've always respected Khawaja in T20 mode. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I believe Mark Marnus, yeah, he might be a bit like Smith, take a bit to get going. But I reckon he, once he gets going, like you said, there is a risk there where he gets 20 runs, and that's great. You get 20 runs, you might get your strike rate bonus, but he hasn't got enough strike rate mm. to get that bonus. And you risk that waiting, waiting, waiting until that bonus right. kicks in. So, yeah. But in saying, I, I, I still love Marnus. I reckon Marnus can play pretty safe for a little bit. Even McDermott, 
couple of weeks back was playing. He was probably doing run aboard off the first 12 balls and then just went nuts. So um, I, I'm happy. I prefer the kind of safe kind of players at the start just to get the potential to even get to the 20 runs. That's key. Yeah. All righty, guys. That's, that's all the games this week. Um, we'll talk about uh, any trade options here. So I'll start with you, Glenn. What trades are you looking at this week, mate? I'm looking at Labuschagne, Travis Head, and I haven't decided on my third one yet. Maybe Daniel Sams. Mm-hmm. I like it. Roscoe? Uh, I'm going to bring in Kerry, probably. Um, the other two, I'm not sure yet. I'm just going to have a look through the ownerships of some potential pods that I can bring in for this round. Um, mm. say, yeah, the others, I'm, I'm not anywhere near locked in. So mm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, just well, gonna play, was, um... I'm just going to do the trade game by game, basically. I'll bring in the ones from the first game and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be bringing in two from the first game. So I'll be, I've got, I had Boyce and Gilks, and I've gone Boyce to uh, Manus. So I had a bit of cash there, and then I've gone Gilks uh, to Carey. Um, and it all, my third trade will all depend on how Josh Brown goes in the first game. So I've got the E on him. So if he does average, then more than likely I will look at um, probably trading out Meredith, um, depending on maybe Meredith, um, and bringing in maybe a Sam's. I'm not sure yet. Still a bit. If you, I know that players been on a bit of a downfall, but they can take one game to just go nuts. So it could be pretty good option there. Um, I, I wouldn't, my team wouldn't look too bad with Sam's in it. Frankly, it's looking pretty good at the moment. So, um, all right, we'll go to VC and C choice, or, or should I just say C choices? Because VC looks pretty yeah. obvious. Then. Well, I'm actually thinking about VCing uh, head mm-hmm. instead of short, just something different. And um and for captain, I, at the moment I've got it on Hardy, but I'll probably go tie. Oh yeah, I like it, Roscoe. Yeah, probably thinking Abbott at this stage. The SCG in the form in the form he's in too. I think he's probably the best option, but it's all going to depend on my trades, on who I bring in. I might sneak a pod captaincy choice in there. Who knows? But VC definitely on Matt Short. I yeah, I, I like you going somewhere else, Glenn, but I just like the fact that Short's going to open and he's going to bowl too. So yeah. I mean, hit my bowl over too, but he's going to probably come in at four. So, yeah. how many opportunities you get? It's just going to yeah. depend on how the top order goes. Yeah. Also, like you got to think as well. Like uh, Glenn could be a genius. Like it, it, it is very possible that Matt Shaw can get out for a duck and yes. then come in and bowl because now he's not longer captain anyway. Siddle's back, so he's not captain anymore. He might even get two overs and get smacked. Yeah. And then get yeah. nothing. So Glenn could be a genius right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> and often it often does pay off for him. So um, with me, I'm sticking with uh, short um, as VC. And I've got Abbott at the moment. Um, but I'm also thinking, depending on um, how the team lines up, uh, I'm liking Kerr as well, depending on um, who bats first and whatever, because Kerr will get those overs and also bat a bit higher in the order as well. So um, I'm leaning towards Abbott at the moment, though. But um, I said, being the first game, I've got so many options for captain. You've got... Um, like I said, you got Ty. I've got Ty in the team there. Um, depending on how the um, uh, Scorch is looking, I might even look at going um, a sneaky podcast on Ingles or something like that. Like there's something real potty. Um, but I probably should play it safe where I'm ranked. Um, try you know, sneaking in top five, uh, top one thousand. But we'll see how we go. Um, I've got a, I've got, the, I've got a podcast, and you know, not many is going to go. Um, mm-hmm. If you own him or if you're looking to trade him in, and that's Berendorf. I think he's a great option, great captaincy option this week too as a pod. Yeah, um, 
I'm I'm scared of Berendorf when he's not. They're not playing at Perth. They're playing in Sydney. So the only thing I'm scared of is uh, Dorf. Dorf is a freak at Perth. He's one of those guys that I try to. But I, I he's, uh, this is probably why he'd be a pot in my opinion because I think it's a bit of a mm. more of a spinner's pitch. I I believe a bit more closer to a spinner's pitch or a bit more variance. So the variant bowlers rather than the the straight up face straight up pace bowlers. That's just Which my is- opinion. Anyway. Which is where maybe Kerr is a good option too this round yeah. too, maybe as well with that change up mm-hmm. pace at the SDG. But Berendorf, yes, you're right, he's not playing at um home, but he got the he got the three the other day and it wasn't at um the, the um home either. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't at home. Um so it's not the worst move. I I think Berendorf or Kerr is probably both good shouts for a pod captaincy this round. Yeah. Well uh in my, personally, I think Berendorf is normally safe for a pretty. He's a very, very safe captain. Like he'd be, he wouldn't get you a very big score, I don't believe, but it'd be oh, a very no. safe score. So if you have a, if Matt, for example, Matt Short shits the bed and you get a horrible VC and you go, I need to save kind of some dignity. Um, I guess you could do that, but I still think Abbott's a better option than that anyway. Um, just to keep that safety. But yeah, the balls to wall captain's choice would be to go on scenes this week. But they do Gone. play the hurricane, so who knows what you can do down there. Yeah, I'd be here. Well, they're, they're pods for a reason, mate. Is it, yeah. There's going to be conjecture what's what going on there. So, <laughs> all right, guys, before we head off, is there anything um, we want to talk about before we head off? No. Wrapped everything up. All right, coaches, uh, thanks for listening in. And um, yeah, good luck this round. And we'll talk to you again, uh, I think, Monday. We're looking at setting up. Awesome. Peace out, guys. Plus the keeper around the batsman. There we go. Fleming took the last one. Merv used before him. That's a hat trick to Shane Ward. A great moment in his career. What a catch by David Boot. You won't see many better catches at forward short leg than that one. The Aussies are all around and have a look at that.